You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Our season of divine timing. Our season of divine timing. We are gradually, gradually um, um, tiptoeing, tiptoeing as we deal with the Jesus culture. We started with the word. And then we came to e-evangelism for which I have not seen the fruits, your fruits yet. But I have patience because it is part of the fruit of the spirit. So, So evangelism and then we go to the spirit. Is that right? Okay, it's the spirit. So, we are now on timing. So, we are gradually getting to the west jail. Is that right? Okay, so west. We are now on west. Is that the T? Is that correct? So, W for E for S for T for G for another E for and then L for love. All right. So West Jail, praise God. All right. So this is the culture. Now, what we are saying is that when you get born again, this is the life you are called to what? Live. It's as simple as that. Praise God. This is the life you're called to live. You live the word culture. You live the evangelism culture. You live the spirit culture. You live the time, you live the time culture. Praise God. Okay, so this is not something that you do to be born again. No. But when you are born again, you are empowered by the Holy Ghost to live this culture. Praise God. Are you understanding me? Yes. So we're going to look at divine timing today. Divine timing. And divine timing is only one. Wonderful. Our season of divine timing. Divine timing. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1. Okay, everybody read after me, go. There is a right time for everything. Wow. So there is a right time for everything. (laughs) Wow, I see. So inherent in everything created it's 
its own right time. In everything that was created, inherent in that thing is its own what? Time. So what it means is that for everything that is in this life has its timing. <laughs> if you go down, it enumerates a lot of things. A time to laugh. A time to be sad. <laughs> a time to die. You don't want to hear that one. <laughs> But whether you like it or not, prepare for it to come one of these days. Oh. <laughs> the point is that it must come at the right time. What it means is that it can also happen at the wrong time. And when it happens at the wrong time, it will not be good for you. Because there is meant for its time regarding you. Do you understand that? I will build on it. Continue. Ecclesiastes 3, 11. Go. Everything is appropriate in its own time. Oh, really? Everything is what? Appropriate. So the moment it happens before its time, it is called premature. It means it happened at an inappropriate what? Time. It happened at the time it was not supposed to If there is one topic apart from the all of them, the spirit-led life and the divine timing, these two are very crucial. I mean, so crucial for the believer, you have no idea. Everything else is in the word, yes. Everything is in the word. That's why we started with the word culture. Because all of this, we are getting them from the word. Is that right? Okay, good. But in practical living of the life of the believer, these two are so crucial. Because if you are going on evangelism, it must be a spirit-led evangelism. And you must know the timing. If you're talking about your career, it must be spirit-led and you must know the timing. 
Otherwise, it will be inappropriate. Are you here with me? Ah, Do you know that there are some of you, you are so impatient that you can't wait for the time of that thing to happen. And that's why when you live that way, you can't enjoy Jesus and you can't enjoy life. Because we do a lot of things prematurely. And because we are not spirit-led. But though God has planted eternity in the heart of men, even so, many cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to the end. So when a person is spirit-led, they will know the timing. Oh, praise God. Is that correct? I will come to it. Do you know that there are many too who are led by the spirit? But as they are led, they don't ask for timing. Am I speaking? So they just heard. You become a pastor. They are spirit led. To become pastors. But they don't ask for their time. Are you here? Okay. Let's continue. Ecclesiastes 3, 12 to 13. Go. So. I conclude that first, there is nothing better for a man than to be happy and to enjoy himself as long as he can. And second, that he should eat and drink and enjoy the fruit of his labor. For these are gifts from God. Hello? Continue. Wait. And I know this, that whatever God does is final. Nothing can be added or taken from it. God's purpose is in in this, is that man should fear Hello? Man should do what? The word fear there is to revere God. The all-powerful God. So bring the verse 12 and 13 into context. Eh? You see how you study scripture. So you don't just take one verse and run with it. So let's go to 12 and 13. Back. Go. So I conclude first. There is nothing better for a man than to be happy and enjoy himself as long as he can. Beautiful. And second, that he should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of his labor. For these are what? Gift from God. So who gave it all of these that he has to enjoy? Who gave it to him? Okay, so next. 
And I know this, that whatever God does is, is final. Nothing can be added or taken from it. What is God's purpose? For everything that God gave him for him to enjoy, go. God's purpose in this is that man should fear the all-powerful God. So as you eat and drink and enjoy yourself, you are doing that in the context of revering God. You are not doing that out of the scope or outside the scope of just enjoying yourself in the wrong way. Did you get that? The purpose is that it must go to revere God. Your enjoyment, your drinking, and your eating must go to revere God. That is the purpose. That's why it says in Corinthians that everything we do must go to glorify God. I've seen people quote this scripture. And for them, it means forget about God. Even God himself, he wants you to just enjoy yourself. So enjoy. You know, <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> My brother, enjoy. <laughs> Praise God. Is it clear? There's no ambiguity. Is that right? Everybody is sound about Okay, let's continue. 15, go. Whatever is has been long ago. And whatever is going to be has been before. Oof. God brings to pass again what was in the distant past. There's nothing new under the sun. What it means is that what you think is new, God has already gone ahead of you. That's why everything you have to enjoy, make sure you enjoy in the fear of the Lord. Oh, hello. Oh, Jesus. Okay, let's go. Let's continue. First Chronicles 12, 32. Now, this was a time that um, David was first made, made the king of Judah. And then later, they wanted him to become the king of the whole of Israel. And that was a time that was very difficult for David because there was a lot of uh, political... Um, the turmoil around the throne. And you know what happened with, with King Saul. And so the son of King Saul called Ishbosheth passed. And when Ishbosheth passed, David now had the opportunity to be on the throne. But again, David was not going to do anything out of timing. Because David understands that everything that God does is done within its appropriate 
Oh, hello. Oh, hello. So Bible said God commanded certain people to come to him. Listen, listen to me very carefully. When God sends you, he will command people. That's why I am never afraid. Unless I sent myself. And anytime you send yourself, get ready. <laughs> because when he sends you, he will also send people. He will send things. Are you here with me? Yes. He will send things. So God sent these people. And the whole of the 12 tribes of Israel gathered before David. And in these tribes, there were this particular people. And this is what they do. They are called the tribe of Issachar. Look at what they do. Go. Men of Issachar. What do they do? Who understood what? The times and knew what Israel should do. There were 200 chiefs with all their relatives under their command. Now, the throne must be succeeded by somebody from the house of King Saul. That was the normal flow. But in this case, there is a young shepherd boy that God had anointed. That should now take the throne. It would take people who knew the times. And the seasons to follow. Not everybody will follow this. Because it is out of the normal. And everybody would think this is, is inappropriate. Is that right? So it brings you to the place to understand that in the common flow of life, there are things you think are inappropriate, but in God's flow of life, it is the divine timing. That is why you must be spirit-led. So the men of Issachar understood. And they knew who to follow. I'm sure everybody else will be saying, no, it's rebellion. We have to go after, after, after uh, the children of King Saul and make sure somebody from there takes the throne. But they knew the mind of God and they knew that the timing was for David to take the throne. Are you here with me? Somebody say divine timing. I just wrote this in the TLB so that you can understand clearly what the TLB also says. Let's read the TLB. Go. From the tribe of Issachar, there were what? 200 leaders of the tribe with their relatives. All men who understood what? The temper of the time and knew what? The best course for Israel to take. If you, if you are such a person, you would thrive over life and its obstacles. Listen, when a man understands the timings of God, they are not afraid. 
because they can interpret the time and the season and the time and the season will tell them what to do. Paul said, I know how to abase and I know how to abound. Because a guy who doesn't understand the timings of God, in their lack, they will say God has deserted them. But Paul said, I understand the timings of God. So when I'm in lack, I know that it is the timing. It doesn't mean God has deserted me. I know I, abundance will be coming at the, at the time I need abundance. You see, the Christian who says God has deserted me because they've been looking for something that they cannot have now. But because they don't understand the timings of God, they see it as God deserted them. God has deserted them. Okay, let's go ahead. So, I said that if you say we understand the time, what does it mean? Number one, go. Means what? Having a deep understanding, keen awareness, and discernment. It includes a means of experiential knowledge, which is received through the, through the, are you here with me? Through what? Through myself, through my ambitions, through my aspirations, through my dreams. As a matter of fact, if you are a believer and you keep saying, my dreams, my dreams, my dreams, you are in error. If, for those of you who have followed the spirit-led teachings, you know that as a believer, you don't have your dreams. He gives you his dreams, his aspirations. Because the Holy Spirit will not lead you to where you want to go. He will lead you to where Christ wants you to go. So when we say that the Holy Spirit is our helper, the Holy Spirit is not helping us to do what we want to do. So before you pray that prayer and say, Holy Spirit, lead me to that person. Has he sent you to that person? The Holy Spirit who is our helper doesn't mean he's our boy boy. So he is also waiting. Tell me what to do, sir. And I'll, you know that's the teachings you have heard. Sir, and I'll do it. No, he told us. Jesus told us before he left. He said the Holy Spirit will not do anything that will not bring glory to him, Jesus. So when Listen, when your glory becomes the glory of Jesus, then your task becomes the task of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I've told you already, and I'm going back again. I just want to hit some of those things so you get the perspective right. When he says he will do the desires of your heart, check what he said before he said he will do the desires of your heart. He said, delight in the Lord your God. Is that right? So you must first delight in When you delight in him, it means your desires become one with his desires. Then when your desires become his desires, then he will do the desires of your heart because they are one with his. Do you know the desires you have? 
Hey. Some of you, the love of your face shows a lot. That if the Holy Ghost will be doing some of those desires, it will throw the world into confusion. Oh, are you here with me? Yes. And do you know that there's a testing, there are certain desires you have that are actually meant for your own destruction? But for you, it is the best desire. And the Holy Ghost must answer. Oh. Ah, by fire, by thunder. We take it by force. Yeah. And James says it. James, James says it. He says, as for your desire and your passion, when you drive it, it will get pregnant and it will bring forth. So I told you, there are many things you get that God didn't give you. Your desire drove you to them. And we come and we give testimonies as if they are spirit led. I told you. Do you know the first person that built a city in the Bible? Cain. Cain. Have you heard of Cain? And do you know how he built the city? Bible said, as soon as as Cain went out of the presence of the Lord, he built a city. Did you hear what I just said? He went out of the presence of the Lord and built a city. So he didn't need anointing from God to build. It was a good thing. But was he led to do it? Egypt was the world's most civilized nation. But it was not of God. So the fact that you are doing a good thing doesn't mean God sent you. Listen to me very carefully. Write this down. Write this. Everybody write this down. The works of the human spirit cannot be substitute of the works of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> the works of the human spirit can never be substitutes of the work of the Holy Spirit. I'm sorry to say that most of the things you see people do that you admire, they don't need any special grace from God to do them. They are works of the human spirit. They don't need Jesus to do them. 
Did you hear me? Listen to me. Adam did not eat the tree of life before God asked him to name the animals. He named the animals by his human spirit. He was to eat the tree of life to have the God life. So it is important to understand that there are so many things the human spirit as God created it and its nature can do powerful things but God himself is not in it. That's why you see a lot of wealthy men who don't know Jesus as their savior and Lord because it is the work of the human Spirit, I will show you what the Holy Spirit does with you. Let's continue. Two. What did they understand? They understood what? The times. They understood the times when things normally took place. They also knew when it would be time for a specific event to take place. Oh, praise God. All right. They were able to interpret God's written word by recognizing the significance of past events and applying the lessons to the present and the future. Praise God. Someone like Daniel realized by the written word that this was the time that the people should be set free from captivity because God has spoken. So he prayed into it because he understood the time and the season. Listen to me. For some of you, your child may be going through something. But you know that it is long overdue because you understand the time. And you can pray them out of it. Sometimes there are certain things that stays too long because you refuse to understand what timing you are in. It was crucial. A crucial time because David was destined to... Um, because it was, it was destined that David should be king over Israel. The men of Issachar would understand what God was about to do and would, be, and would be a wonderful help in establishing the new kingdom. Listen to me very carefully. We are better than David's in their time. Because I've told you how the Holy Spirit leads you. Now the Holy Spirit leads you from where? From where? From where? So you are not led by any exterior force. Are you here with me? Listen to me very carefully. If you see something at the back of the trotro, and you say, this is leading me. Do you know why the person wrote what they wrote on the trotro? <coughs> Haven't you seen that when a trotro is new, the writing is different? <laughs> and when it is old... <laughs> They are writing on the trotro based on their experience. So when your experience clashes with the experience of the trotro owner, don't use it as spirit-led. Because spirit-led is from we. Oh, praise God. When you are spirit-led, 
And the tractor writing confirms it. Okay, fine. Are you getting the point? But don't let that lead you. It will lead you into error. You are left from within because the shepherd lives inside of, I told you, that's why David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I have no need. And he says, he, 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 leads me besides the word, he stores my soul. He, he, so everything, he, 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 not I, I, I. How long have you led yourself? David needed such men during a crucial time in Israel's history. Next, 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 next. The men of Israel will see to it that David will not fail to accomplish the task of integrating the entire kingdom under his reign. Praise God. He changes times and seasons. Daniel said so. He sets up kings and deposes them. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in darkness and light dwells with him. So why would I take a decision without consulting him? He changes the times and seasons. So when the times and seasons change, if he's in me and I connect, I'll know. Oh, are you here? And the point is that when somebody sends you, do you go and do what you like? You follow his what? Instruction. So why are you moving when he has not said anything? Listen to me. It's better to wait than to move into error. Do you know that sometimes when you're waiting, everybody says you're a fool? But very soon, they will see how wise you are. Because you waited for instruction. And everybody who moves ahead of instruction will go into error. Do you know that the problem with the children of today is that they hate instruction? They detest instructions. Who are you to be instructed? And most believers, they hate instruction with a passion. I mean believers. And they ask you, who are you to tell me what to do? Ah, if you are serving God and you just want to do what you want to do, then why don't you stay at home? Because nobody will order you in your house. Ah, isn't it a simple thing? The moment you want to serve God, you will serve God under instructions. You'll be told what you have to do. Listen to me very carefully. If you don't love instructions, very soon you will find yourself where you didn't ask for. Because from the womb to the tomb, 
comes with instruction. Your mother was instructed to push. If she looked too beautiful and decided the doctor, what you are saying is, is excuse my word, crap. You would never have been born. You'd have been a still babe because your mother refused to take instruction. Listen, my you live life by instructions. I told you last week, if you go outside, it's only in this place, go outside. Just you cross Kotoka and you get into the air. You are a pilot. And you fail to heed to the instructions in the galaxies. You have plane crash. Because there is the flight route that you have to take with careful alertness. And that is exactly what Jesus told his disciples. When he told them, go! And tell them to be alert so that they would observe all that I have commanded you. Observation comes with alertness. The student who takes instruction and is careful with instruction becomes the best student of the class. Listen. If you start hating instruction, you are hating yourself. Yeah. You are hating yourself. You are hating yourself. Let's go ahead. Tell the next person, I can't live for myself. Tell them, the first I live for is Jesus. The second I live for others. The third I live for is myself. So if you are putting it in this way, Jesus first. Others second, J-O. Yourself third. That's when you have joy in life. The joy of life is first living for Jesus. Second living for others. And third for yourself. Because everything you do for others in the end will come back to benefit yourself. That's how you live life. That's the joy of life. Let's go. Daniel said, I thank and I praise you, O God, the God of my fathers. You have given wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we asked of. You have made known to us the dream of the king. Praise God. Every teaching, leading of the Holy Spirit and divine timing must be careful not to give the impression that God is helping us to do what we want to do or go where we want to go. It must be short to clear the erroneous perception on the word destiny. Somebody say, oh, my destiny is final. What God has said about me and planned about me 
Nobody can interfere. Well, you are the only one that can interfere. And how can you interfere? You can interfere with your own choices. Listen to me very carefully. Destiny is the plan God has planned for you. So God has pre-planned for everybody. Say, God has pre-planned for me. Please tell the next person, he has pre-planned for me. And tell them, he said his plans for me. And his thoughts for me are good. And will bring me to an expected end. But I would have to cooperate with God through my choices. Because the willpower of man is the most powerful thing here on earth. Wait. If you define destiny that God has cast it in stone so you don't need your choice to make everything he has said come to pass, then he would have stopped Adam and Eve from eating the tree. Hey, are you here with me? Are you here? Yes. Why? Because he had told them what they needed to do. What did he tell them? He should not eat the tree of knowledge. And it's not just a tree. All it is is that they shouldn't eat of themselves. It's a symbol of self. <laughs> Focusing on yourself. That's the symbol. It's not a tree. You think it's a tree that was standing there. And then it was showing fruit. Some people say apple. So you see, apple good. Apple evil. And then they they ate or the good is mixed with the evil in the apple so when the moment they ate the apple then they ate the tree of knowledge no it's a symbol it's figurative the tree of life represents Jesus praise God are you getting the point so Jesus listen very carefully gave them the opportunity to exercise their will. And he told them in exercising their will, they, they should exercise their will independent on his word. And that would lead them to life everlasting. And if they decided to exercise their will independent of his word, so that they want to do what they want to do. Then that will be disobedience. It will lead them to what? Death. And the devil deceived them. Because the devil usurped the authority of man. Because he wanted to be like man. Who has been created like God. Are you understanding it? That's 
how sin came. So sin was disobedient to God's word. Rejecting Jesus and choosing self. So as for your will, you have the choice to exercise it. But let it be dependent on who? Jesus. Oh, praise God. So your destiny can never be without Jesus. So the day you believe Jesus, ah, you got it right. Now continue in the journey, in the wonderful journey. Oh, praise God. And let him lead you by his timings, by his word, by his word, because your assignment now has become his assignment. Praise God. Let him employ you to do the assignment he wants you to do. Don't try to do what you want to do. That is not Christianity. Next. It must also be predicated on the agape love of God. Praise God. In that his plan, all he has prepared for us are the best. If he did not spare his son, what wouldn't he give you? Oh, praise God. So what it means is that God's plan for you are the best. Don't settle for the less and think you are wiser than God. And move in your own timings. Sit down and say, it's time for me to do this. It's time. Did he tell you it is time? If he told you it is time, he is with you. In the midst of the problems, you will see him working. Oh, praise God. Because he has sent you. So look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Jesus is going to teach us how to do Good Speaking to his earthly mother, look at what Jesus said in John 2, 4. You remember the miracle of turning water into wine. Okay, when they asked him, what did he say? Go. Jesus said what? My time has not. So it means he was waiting for instructions. Even Jesus was waiting to be giving instruction as to the timing. You are Oga? Next. Jesus replied, go. The son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. In the same way, for the father loves the son and tells him everything he's doing. Oh, are you here with me? Jesus did what the father instructed him to do. Tell the next person, I do what Jesus instructs me to do. When he tells me to hold on, I know it is the best. I will hold on. When he cautions me to keep quiet, it means it's not time to talk. And he will make me talk at the right time. If he doesn't make me talk at all, I know it's the best for me. Are you here with me? Okay. Look at the next. John 5, 20 to 21. Go. And the son will do far more awesome miracles than this man's healing. Go. 
He will even raise from the dead anyone he wants to, just as the Father what does. Listen to me. When you listen to the instructions and you do things in his timing, you will do even more than he did. Because it is under his what? Instructions. Do you know that when the commander tells you to do something, and you do what he tells you to do, it is the commander that takes the glory. It's the commander that takes the glory. Go. John 7 says, go. Responding to his brother's sense of timing, look at what Jesus said, go. The right time for me has not yet come. For you. He was being sarcastic. So you, you don't live under the instruction. You, you do what you like. I'm different. I have been sent. <laughs> Listen, when you have been sent, you know. And you are careful with what you do. You want to be sent before you what you have to. Oh, hello. Next, next. On another occasion, Jesus gets the green light from God the Father. Go. The time has come. The kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe there. So Jesus saw that the time has as a matter of fact, at this time he's talking about, he's not talking about the moment. He's now talking about the dispensation. So in God giving us direction and divine timing, there are certain times he's telling you it's the season. There are certain times he's telling you it's the time. And there are certain times he's telling you it's the moment. Now. Oh, praise God. No, are, you, are you getting it? Uh-huh. So you see, when the season of mango is around, you know that the season is coming. So you know that, ah, it's time. It's time. It doesn't mean that mango has come, but it's around the corner. Are you getting the point? Now this is one of those examples. When Jesus was saying this, he's saying that it's around the time. It's around the time. It's, 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 it's going to happen soon. Are you getting the point? And as a Christian, you are given the cue by the Holy Ghost from within. And you know. And sometimes people ask me, but pastor, how do you know? I know. Why? My sheep hears my voice. My sheep hears my voice. If you are a sheep, you hear. The point is that sometimes you just don't want to hear. Because you are insisting on doing what you want to do. Next, 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 next. John 17, 1. Let's go. Later in his prayer for his disciples before he died, Jesus cried out. What did he say? Father, Father what? The time has come. This one, it was the moment. The moment is here. Glorify your son that your son may glorify you. 
I am not going to do this by myself. Give me all it takes to do it. And in the end, you will receive all the glory. Oh, praise God. Luke chapter 12, verse 56 to 57. Let's already go. Hypocrites. Mm -hmm. You interpret the sky well enough. Why do you refuse to see for yourself what is right? You are going to do this thing. The Holy Spirit is cueing you. This is not the time. The kingdom of God suffered violence. The violent take it by force. You know, some prayers we pray. The Holy Ghost will fast forward it for me. He will move the timing for me. No, when there's a delay, he can cue it to bring it into alignment. But don't fast forward it for it to be faster. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Are you understanding me? Hey, are you here with me? Because everything has been put into queue for you. So that, listen, when it happens in the right time, that's when you have the full enjoyment of whatever is happening. Oh, praise God. Are you understanding me? Yes. Yes. Look at this. Luke 12, 58. If you meet your accuser on the way to court, try to settle the matter before it reaches the judge. Lest he sentence you to jail. Jesus said, you have me here with you. At least to know what time it is. And yet you are refusing, it's not time. He was sticking to the Israelites. Jesus was saying, I'm here. I am the one. And now look at the way you are acting. As if you can see the signs that the Messiah is here. That's why he called them hypocrites. The Messiah is here. And you know the Messiah is coming. He's acting like, hey, no, eh, it's not him. The carpenter's son. How can he become the Messiah? You know sometimes how we say despicable things about some, some things that God wants to do. And we try to ridicule it and laugh around it and make it like it doesn't and mock it. But it doesn't change what God wants to do. It doesn't change what God wants to do. When people realized what a great miracle he had done, they exclaimed, surely he's the prophet. We have been expecting. Jesus saw that they were ready to, make, to take him by force and make him their king. So he went higher into the mountains alone. So you see, you can be made a king. Number one, not just at the wrong time, it is not in your books. And you see how your ruling is going to be. 
They wanted to make him a king, and Jesus ran away. I'm sure somebody would have said, my testimony, my breakthrough, oh, all I've been waiting for has arrived. Listen to me. Listen, when you can, listen, if you can understand some of these things, there are certain monies that will come to you, you refuse. See the way you are quiet. Because it is not in your books. I'm telling you, listen, I am telling Listen, when I speak, some of these things, they are very instructive. I said, there are certain monies that will come to you that you must refuse. Yes. I, listen, I told somebody, I said, you can have a UN appointment that is taking you out of the will of God. Listen, for many Christians, the devil has trapped us with a lot of material things. He has baited us out of the will of God because he knows you like this one. You will never refuse it. He was baiting Jesus. If they had made him king, would he have died? Are you, what I'm teaching is a serious thing. It's a serious thing. He can easily bait you and give you something that would take you away. For some of you, you are meant to serve in the kingdom so well. And then he gives you something that will push you away. Say, oh, even if I go there, I can do it. It's a bait. It's a bait. And then you go and it's full of trouble. Full of trouble. And you can't do anything. And all of a sudden, you lose your faith and your belief. He baited you out. Listen, the way I love the Bible. You know why I wrote the Emre song? Yes. Because I live my life in divine, I believe in it. It's, 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 it's one of my cardinal because anytime I'm doing something, I try as much as possible. I'm not saying I do everything. No, right, no. But I try as much as possible to know whether I'm in his timing. Because if you are not, you are not. I, I can't do anything by God's grace for it to fail. Do you know why? Because I always seek his timing. It can't fail. It cannot. It will succeed. It will do well. Because he affirms it. Jesus, he ran away. Even Jesus ran away. Even Jesus. He ran away. Because he wants to fulfill destiny. Are you hearing me? Give me one. Give me Apostle Paul. Yes. Apostle Paul says, but when the time had fully come, God sent his son. When the time has fully come. Here he's talking about maturity. It's like pregnancy. When the seed matured. 
It's like pouring water into, and then it got full into a barrel. And then it gets full when the time came. Jesus. So God does things in timings. In the mature time. Praise God. Give me the next. Give me the next. Give me the next. Acts 16. We went aboard to a boat at Troas and sailed straight across what? Samothrace. And the next day on the Neapolis and finally reached Philippi, a Roman colony just inside Macedonian border and stayed there several days. Next. On the Sabbath, we went a little outside the city to a riverbank where we understood some people met for prayer. We taught the scriptures to some women who came. One of them was Lydia, a saleswoman, Thyatira, a merchant of purple cloth. She was already a worshiper of God. Doesn't mean that she was a Christian. A worshiper of God there means she was a Jew. So Judaism. As she listened to us, the Lord opened her heart and she accepted all that Paul was saying. She was baptized along with all her household and asked us to be her guest. If you agree that I'm faithful to the Lord, now she's confessing Jesus. She said, come and stay at my home. And she urged us until we... How did this happen? Go back. I think to the 9 or to the 10. Go back. Go. That night... Paul had what? A vision. In his dream, he saw a man over in where? Macedonia, Greece. Doing what? Pleading with him. Come over here and help us. Well, that what? That what? Why did he say that settled it? Go back. To the eight or nine. Go back. Why did he say that settled it? Go then going along to the borders of Mysia, they headed north for the province of Bithynia. But again, the Spirit of Jesus said what? Did they say again? It means that earlier, they had wanted to go to some place. And the Spirit of God said, that's not the time. And then they went to another place. And he says, no way. That is not the time. That is when, when they saw the vision, they settled it and realized that this is where he wants us to go. Are you here? So even preaching the gospel, they did not just go to anywhere. Wasn't it a good thing to preach the gospel? They should have always gone anywhere. They just wake up. Oh, it's the gospel you're going to preach. I'm going anywhere. So when they went where they were sent to go, Lydia and the whole household were saved. That is how the Philippian church was born. Praise God. Let me finish it in two minutes. Give me Romans. Chapter 12. Everybody read it. Go. Everybody wake up, read it, go. Be not what? Conform to this word, but be ye transformed by what? Everybody say the what? The renewing of your that ye may prove what is that good and 
and will of okay some people have preached this and said that there's the good acceptable and perfect will of God well I, I don't see that in scripture you are either in will or out of are you getting the point Yes. When you are with Jesus, you are in God's will. But in our day-to-day -day working with him, we can move out of his will by not doing what he said we should do. Is that, is that okay? Yes. But it doesn't take us out of favor with God. Are you getting the point? Because that has been paid for. So for those of you who have not been here for long, maybe you don't, you don't understand this. But you are always in favor with God. And God is in favor with you. Are you getting it? Okay, good. Now, Look at how the NLT puts it. NLT, go. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person. By doing what? By changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for, for who? For you. Which is good and pleasing and so you see what King James put after hey, put before NLT put what? After. NLT says when you follow the will of God the effect is that it is good. It is pleasing. And it is perfect. Oh, praise God. Oh, are you hearing me? When you follow the timings of God, what to do, when to do, how to do, and you follow instructions, it, is, it brings a good life, a pleasing life, and a matured or a complete life. Not a life without mistakes. He's talking about a life that is mature and complete. Praise God. You will finish your assignment. Oh, are you understanding it? Okay. How do we get this done? Um, Galatians. Galatians. Everybody go. But when the Holy Spirit controls our lives, he will produce this kind of what? Fruit in us. Fruit. Everybody say fruit. Say fruit. Okay, how do fruits come? By what? By a seed. So when the Holy Ghost got you born again, the seed of the Holy Ghost was planted in you. Now, love, joy, peace, patience, Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. All of these were in the Holy Ghost in you as a seed. When you got born again. So love is in you. Gentleness is in you. Patience is in you. Joy is in you. Peace is in you. Kindness is in you. Goodness is in you. Faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. All of these are already in you. When 
when you nurture, water, cultivate, that is when they bud, blossom, and then their fruit will begin to show. Are you hearing me? Oh, no. Are you hearing me? So you see, the seed is in you. But you have to water it with the word. Water it. 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 By the renewing of your mind. So that's why sometimes it takes some time. Because a tree or a seed does not bear fruit in a day. <laughs> Are you understanding? Yes. So it takes some time. It takes some time. But the point is that you, by your will, will say, Holy Spirit, I want to grow and grow faster so I can bear this fruit. Listen, when you bear this fruit, you have patience. What it means is that when he says wait, you can wait. You have self-control. So when it brings the opportunity and you know it won't glorify him, it doesn't matter. Let me just stay away. When they say, oh, radicality, quick! No money! Coffee my God way! You look at it and you are gentle. You are not boisterous. Everybody is fighting for something. You are gentle. Because you have a gentle spirit. Oh, praise the Lord. You are kind. Nobody wants to give away. But you don't live for yourself. So you just give. Have you realized that this fruit you are seeing there showcases in summary the character of Jesus? That is it. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of Jesus. When we talk about the works of the believer, this is it. This is it. This is what God is looking forward with expectation to see in the believer. That they will bear this fruit and be like Christ. Are you here with me? So when Paul finished, look at what he told them. He said what? And here there is what? There is no what? Conflict with the... Because this is the goal, the objective of all the Jewish laws. This is what the Jewish laws set you to become. Following all those long procedures and all of those things is to bring you here. But you, by the Holy Ghost, living inside of you, 
you will become this. When a man walks in divine timing, led by the spirit, this is who they become to the glory of God. Amen. Grace, glorious grace At the cross You called it finished Thank you for listening to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai Lead Pastor, Caris Center International We believe the word has begun a good work in you May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life Caris Center International Living heaven on earth Come.